Yeah. Do you want to just send me uh, an invite for the camera, and I can run it off? Oh, that laptop? would be. Would that get away from me? I think it might. The problem is that camera that. Well, was... Should I sit there? Should, yeah. Well, if you sat there, that will be perfect. You want it to your Gmail, Kenny, or to your? I think I've been sending it to both. Why are you here? Dad down here. Well, that's that's not what we're talking about. No, that's uh, that's okay. So I need to remove. I had my guy come over today, my shed guy. Yeah, but he screwed the. Uh, oh, so he did what Vance he should have done the first. Time. And I said, "Why owe you?" He said, "Nothing. It's a learning thing for him." Yeah. Those cats come back. And I shouldn't have owed him anything. It took him three minutes. Take an electric drill and some self-puncturing screws. You paying him would be a sign of you trying to ease yourself of the guilt of having no mechanical ability. Who found the vent and put it back in the sauce? You, we like to make fun of Rookie for his inabilities. Kenny, I couldn't screw him on. I'm the one who came up with the the idea of screwing him on. All you can do is polish a car. That's your only skill. I don't even like to do that. It's too hard. It is a remember when you were about 25 and half in the bag, it was nothing better than the wagon. Oh, car. every other weekend. But now it's just hot sun. Oh, sun's out, sun's out. Sun's out, sun's out. Remember when you Waxed your car. You never did that. Never in my fucking life. Well, we're on two minutes in. Two minutes in. Brooks here. No, I should have warned. I should have warned you. Sorry, Rook. Well, you Matt, you can sit here in your normal spot. Why? Yeah, uh, because Kenny made it. Kenny did some extra work to get your sorry ass yeah. away from me. <laughs> oh, I here. People working for me. Would you like to run in and out? Yeah, I'm going to be over your shoulders to hunt. Okay, so if Rook's going to have a riffy. Hey, 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 hey. What camera is that one, Pat Joe? Mancini was outstanding at um, our second Stork event last night. The Goombas played, the band that he's in. Good. Yes. Isn't that? They have, a, they have gotten so much better wait, in the past couple of years. Isn't that it? That's their real name? Name of the band. They're all Italian. Oh, okay. And he was. Cosetta, a good drummer. Uh, it was Mike Brennan. Oh, in last like, set of I speaking play for. Well, they would love to have you play, Johnny. Right, speaking of Italian, do you have the news story of the uh, uh, mayoral candidate? He was singing just a jiggle. Oh, okay, he's so you don't have it. So. No. Yeah. He's playing the trumpet, he plays guitar, harmonica. I got a great, I got a great soundbite for today. <laughs> what you need, Ken? Oh, do you need the password for the? Oops. Hello. Damn, you sound good. Where's my pencil? You know what? I know who took, I know who brought these headphones down here from my talk. Emily needs a car. Who always borrows headphones and never returns. Who? Who? He broke into my desk. Patrick? No. 
Steve? Nicest guy in the whole world, works downstairs. You would <laughs> never take him for a headphone thief. Not Patterson. No, not Steve. From downstairs. Chris? Who's always up in the podcast studio? Oh, my God. Why am I drawing a blank? Because you're high. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Rattaloni, hardware, and nope. Oh, Joe, I am not. Already? I Joe, know. I need I'm a couple not, minutes. Here. Not even right close today. to ready. This is going to bother me. We're done by 1.30. Oh, you got a flower delivery? Yeah. You're, you're not you're not delivering flowers today. It's kind of cold. You know what's oh. going to be great, Rook? And what will make your life even cool. better is when Joe kills Wait. everything. Come on. Yes. Let's Wait go. Ads. Let's keep I've, going here. I've got issues here. We've got issues. Oh, wait. I've, I've got issues. Um, okay. There it is. Speaking of ads, how much local television do you guys watch? Uh, it's only, it's only, impossible to watch. Only in the morning, I watch Chris, five. I, I watch five and nine. Yeah, I, I flip I don't between. Watch morning TV. Let's, um, let's watch the language and let's keep it. Uh, <laughs> hey, Such, you're going to have Fratelloni's hardware in garden stores, and you're going to have Schmel's countryside. Just most of it. Yep. Okay, let's go. Joe. <laughs> Joe, I seriously need a minute. I, I, yeah, I need like five minutes. Joe, well, bro. that's not my problem. Try you should have been thinking of it. Kenny, I just need a moon outside of Schoons from you today. Uh, I told Mike we'd call him on 1220. Okay. Rook, Joe. Spiral, and Red Man. Oh, yeah, I got a text time. Sure. You know, those things work good in the garage store and stuff. You could have just they look like they're uh pricey. You could have just kept it. Quality mason jars. <sighs> Matthew? Chris, I just sent you this my time sheet to see. I did, I saw that. Thanks, Johnny. Yep. How about my Padres, Johnny? Yes, I was happy. I hate the Dodgers. I do too. I really, really do. The Padres won, yeah. It was a pretty uh, good game, too. I it didn't was. make it all the way to the end, but uh, started out watching the Braves. And we're like, what? we I hate both of these play. teams. I know, right? <laughs> Why are we watching this? I know. <laughs> what time did they start that game? Uh, <laughs> on the Phillies? Uh, you know, it's which game? It started last, with the first inning. <laughs> the last night. Uh, <laughs> I was very well behaved. Which, which game? Joe, which game are you talking about? Philly um, and Atlanta. John, you're the only one not in the studio. Started at, started at 6.30. Enter oh. studio. Supposed to start oh. at what, 3.30? 3.30, yeah. Three hours late. Was there any people there? Oh, yeah, it was yeah. full, pretty much. Ken, is it not letting you in? No. Oh, is it supposed to rain tonight in New York? No, rain night in Brooklyn. <laughs> All right, you're muted. That's muted. That's muted. Uh, oh, where's the? Oh, wait, shoot. I sure hope I can run Twitter with this uh, thing. Uh, I like being. Oh, there was something on Twitter today, oh, Joe, that you would have, you would have et up. Um, Will you send me that link, Chris? The newspaper, oh, um, an online newspaper from Britain, and the story was Gen Z. They're now triggered when they see this emoji. Huh. 
Thumbs up. Thumbs up. That that that's triggering. Why is that a gang sign? I don't know. I couldn't make it through the article. I don't. I don't. Uh, fr- uh, Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden right. Stores. Right. We're, I we're mean, not, uh, well, thirty nothing. seconds here, Joe. Then I'm ready. To nothing go. matters. Uh, okay. Some enchanted evening. Looks to me like rain all night in New York City, Joe. According to it, will be a rainy night in Brooklyn. Yeah, where was this event that the Goombas played? Uh, the Rathskeller. I thought that was today, tomorrow. That is our groom's dinner. I will be going back there for the groom's dinner. What, when did you see them at the Rathskeller? Uh, second stork. Oh, uh, that's the second, yeah, it was a second stork event. It was they playing the groom's dinner, the Goombas. Uh, no, there's no music for that. Hey, uh, I have an answer here for paying for uh, electricity from these chargers. If you, if you're going to go uh, down that road at all, and it comes from our guy Bob in Alexandria. Well, I want proof. Oh, Kenny. Uh, actually, he sent a photo and did provide proof, but it didn't print. And why are you mocking me for holding you to your standards? You that's right, all where, I'm doing here. Where, where is that? I'm saving you from future embarrassment. Start. Well, I'm doing it now. Kenny, sure. Long Trees Wood Fire Grill. You familiar? It's an Alec. Yeah. Uh, the gal, I used to work with a gal at Exchange, and she's running that place. She moved She moved up there with her. Her name's Anne. If you ever go there, she's really, really cool. Okay. Uh, uh, my roommate the, would say, can uh, can she give us a discount? Probably. That's what uh, my roommate would say. All right, here we go. All, All right. Joe, I'm ready. <laughs> Joe, are you ready? Uh-huh. Okay. What, do I, what do I have today? Oh, uh, Redman, Redman and uh, Spiral. Spiral. Okay. Hey, Joe. What? I am rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 943, October 13th, 2022. 84 degrees on this day in 1956, and it was 22 degrees in 1917. And now, hey. from the mayor's uh, office above Tony's the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic. With Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, well, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Fact-based. We do have a Ferrari dealership in the Twin Cities. We do? Where? Mm. The pole ads added to their oh. stable of... Uh, Oh, Automobile Golden Valley, right? Yep. Yeah, I, I've driven by it. Cool. It's on uh, 394 <laughs> near 169 in Golden Valley. Mm-hmm. So the food fraud folks uh, don't have to wait for their 2022 Ferrari <laughs> Daytona SP3, <laughs> a mere $2,250,000 MSP to be shipped from Chicago. This is from uh, Tony. Second, Reavers, I love you, but I have never yelled at my dashboard louder than I did oh. yesterday. The main point you struggle to understand is that the federal government doesn't have any money. It's fully funded by taxpayer dollars. So the more people that go on the government dole, the fewer people are in the workforce. Therefore, tax revenue is not coming in. The point the mayor was so desperately trying to get you to grasp was if the ultimate goal is to have everyone become a ward of the state, there is no one earning any money in the free market to fund the government with tax revenue. Okay. I want you to say, I get it now, Joe. <laughs> oh, he's like Fonzie. I sure are. But you're not, you're, you're completely missing my point. 
I, I get it. Sure. I get what you're trying to say. My point is just that the government will never allow that to happen because they count on the tax money too much. Okay, I accept that. Joe's black helicopter theory. That was nice worse than a job. non-apology apology. Way to go, Chris. Thank you for acknowledgement. Finally, I have tried numerous times to send Reavers a link to some audio that needs to be played on your program, but I have yet to hear it. Oh. So tell Chris to go to YouTube okay. and search for Izzy Cook. I-Z-Z-Y Cook. New Zealand climate activist radio interview. Okay. Izzy. This audio was wonderful. Much like our friend Greta, this young girl advocates for everyone else to change their behavior in the name of climate change, but gets destroyed by the radio host who clearly did a re little research on Izzy's social media. Enjoy the hypocrisy. Keep, push keep pushing back Tony from Robbinsdale. Wouldn't it be fun to hear that? For example, so we would have to apply to have like approved events to be able to fly for. Well, that's one thing that you could look at doing. Am I allowed to go to Fiji? Is that necessary? In the current climate crisis, I don't think that that's necessary. When was the last time you were on a plane? Mm, I'm not sure. Maybe a few months ago, to be honest. Where'd you go? <laughs> say it. Say it. Fiji. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> Izzy, don't you care about the climate, Izzy? Of course I care about the climate. Not enough. You went to, <laughs> you went to Fiji. Izzy, come on, Mays. Are you serious? <laughs> Are you serious, Izzy? No, it's Are you, pretty are you still there? It is pretty ironic, but to be honest, it's not really a trip that I wanted to go on, but I can't really get out of it. Why'd you go? go? Why'd you go? My parents wanted to go. Izzy! They want to go. How, are you embarrassed that your parents did that to the planet and then forced you to do it as well? Of course I'm not embarrassed. Did you did have you a terrible have time? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm sorry, mate. Oh, listen, God. you're such a champion. I think you've got a brilliant future ahead of you. And and I, what? are you doing another strike soon? <laughs> yeah, well, we'll look to. Good. I will. I will. We'll talk to you again. Then why can you back on the show? That is so good. It's just wonderful. It's almost. I have to believe it's a bit. And that's what it's, I was thinking. It's so great. It's got to be a bit. That's what I was thinking. Where did you go? Dead side. Yeah. BG. Uh, <laughs> uh Did you all read on the uh, propaganda page today of the Star Tribune uh, at the bottom? Nearly 500 pilot whales die after beaching in New Zealand. I, I did see that story. I saw did the too. headline, and my reaction was, what a bunch of dummies. Well, and I my reaction was trepidation. How far into it do I have to find climate change? And you don't. It's a yeah. really refreshing story. Oh. Uh, these whales uh, basically travel by their echo sensations, and they get confounded. And as the uh, they run out of water to ref to uh reflect their echoing and the next thing they know they're up on a beach and they don't know how to get off mm. and it it is a common occurrence and yes. now once in this piece 
It's a Nick Perry piece by the Associated Press, Dateline, Wellington, New Zealand, which uh, Izzy got me thinking of New Zealand there. Uh, it's an entirely natural phenomenon. And not once is the climate mentioned. I just thought, wow, this is like reading a story from about 1950. <laughs> there's, there's just no, there's no alarm bells in it. There's no hysteria. There's no... Uh, there's no nothing except straightforward facts and the delightful notion, not delightful for the whales, but the delightful notion that this is an entirely natural occurrence in the in the whale world. I think that's here's today's ray of hope. It really is. And it's Thursday, isn't it? Oh, positive why I, Thursday. Why do I do that? They why? should have done what they did in Oregon. Here's today's ray of hope. In 1970, uh, there was a rotting new story right on the beach. Oh, yeah. that one's yeah. great. Uh, it's oh. interesting you said that because these whales will not be buried. They're going to be left there to decompose naturally. Oh, heck. And, apply, and be what, food for Gross. other animals? Oof. You know, I, I've told you before, I'm reading this uh, uh, Philip Kerr book, uh, the uh, Berlin detective, Bernie Gunther, changes his name, and he's working in greece mm -hmm. and i was just so fascinated that greece is comprised basically of hundreds of islands mm -hmm. hundreds now i'm reading this story about the whales and we learn that 477 pilot whales have died after stranding themselves on two remote new zealand beaches in recent days none of the stranded whales could be refloated and all either died naturally or were euthanized in a heartbreaking loss, said Darren Grover, the general manager of Project Jonah, a nonprofit group that helps rescue whales. The whales beach themselves on the Chatham Islands, which are uh, which are home to about 600 people and located 500 miles east of New Zealand's main island. That's so I'm going to get on the map again tonight. I'm going to get on your globe. There you go. And I'm going to look. And then you'll see this. <laughs> That's the whale that blew up and it was landing on people's heads. Hold on. You can hear the oh, and then it's like oh. <laughs> oh, is that a piece of ice? <laughs> I know it's extremely visual, but it's, I'll post this to the website for people that uh, haven't seen it. It's fantastic. Joe, it's interesting. You're reading some dime store novel, and I'm reading Othello. I mean, you know, but wow. that's, that's fine, though. <laughs> I read fine. Othello when I was six. I read it once a year. I read it when I was six. I read it once a year. Yeah. What was the Othello deal? What What was that? Wasn't it a board game? No, that's... uh. Othello? Oh. Litter boxes like in schools. Litter boxes in schools. Yes. Scott Jensen, of course, was mocked for pointing that out. And I, what did I say at the time? I said, I wish you'd stick to crime and safety. Right. Which he is, by the way, in a new ad that's fantastic. Okay. It's about time. Uh, this is from, uh, okay, this guy says, don't use my name. I'm catching up on past podcasts and listen to the October 5 podcast talking about litter pans in schools. My wife talked to me about this the other night, saying her nail tech's mother, nail tech? Probably goes to yeah. um, a nail salon. It's when you go okay. to get your nails done. Okay. You have your cuticles? Let's see your cuticles. They're up there. Her Here, how nail, about this one? Her nail, how about this one? <laughs> 
her nail tech's mother's friend. Her nail tech's mother's friend. Her nail tech's mother's buddy. Pulled her kids out of Jordan Public Schools because of the furries and litter pans in the restrooms. She was going to enroll them in New Prague School, but found they had litter pans in the restrooms as well. Now she is homeschooling. Wait a minute. Is that is this for real that they I have texted in- I have texted my high school uh I have people I know at Jordan Public Schools. I have some doubts about this, so I texted my high school age granddaughter and asked if there were litter pans in the red restroom. She said yes, there used to be, but they have been taken out. Scott Jensen was not wrong on his statement. More listeners from Jordan area with kids can confirm this, or you could check with the school. Uh, do I give him a we don't know that? Joe, <laughs> I warned you before we went on. And the first line, my who's nail tech's mom's nail friend? Mother's friend? That's like an SNL bit, Joe. Yeah. I'm your older you're, brother's former you're, roommate. You're allowing the dog to bite you. You know what would be a great? Just get proof. That's all I ask. Okay. You know what would be a great SNL bit if they were good? Yeah. They, they could have done it years ago, and they did. And the bit that's reminding me of this is where Richard Pryor is being interviewed for a job, and Chevy Chase is the human oh, resources they're, they're going guy. back and forth. And Chevy Chase is attempting to find out what words would would trigger this black uh, yes. employee uh, employee applicant. And finally, it gets down to honky and this, and then and 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 Richard Pryor's nose starts twitching, and he's going crazy. <laughs> and you remember that bit? Yeah, sure, yeah, of course. It was yeah. wonderful. The I last had, one was dead honky. Yeah, or whatever dead, honky. Yeah, dead honky. <laughs> <laughs> well, a great bit would be somebody a a, a Somali character okay. actor applying for federal food grant money, and the and the. Uh, MDE person is saying, how many people are you, are you going to feed? 80 million. 80 million. 80 yep. million. 80 million. <laughs> okay, they stamped the thing at 80 million. <laughs> I don't know. You'd have to take it from there. One more on the litter. Well, I can say this in regards to Jordan. I Obviously, I live in Jordan. I moved there, and I have not heard of that at all. And I, everybody that's on my block, all their kids go to Jordan I, schools. I really, really, really want to believe this. But I, I love this story. I just want proof. I will say this. I was at a gathering on Friday. A bunch of couples got together, and a f- really good friend of mine and his wife pulled their kids. I'm not going to name the school right. because of this. Because they, they said it was taking place at So you school. have friends who pulled kids out of a school where they know for a fact that there were litter Correct. Pants. Okay, but the litter box is there. Are they utilized, or are they just there for show, And or do those people urinate in the... How fun. No, I'm not going to go No, there. No, don't. No. Well, this don't. is from good, a good source. This is from a source who I have not met personally, but have communicated with for years, and I happen to trust this person. Yeah. Well, I get to trust my instincts. Sometimes people use you as a tool. This one, this to person, further, including this person, the four of us. This person would not. You're guilty of that. Is it, this person is. Is it your nail gal's mother's <laughs> friend? <laughs> they use you to further no, their agenda. It's easy. You've got to be careful of that. Since you know who I am, could you please not use my name this time? I've told you Duluth is a small town, and the Mysterians are firmly in control. <laughs> I am normally not this circumspect, but the teachers' union has even more power here 
than down there, and they are not afraid of using it. I'm striving mightily to catch up on podcasts, and yesterday listened to the 10-4 and 10-5 episodes about furries in schools. I can confirm through direct conversations with people I know who work in one of the two Duluth public hearsay. high schools. Hearsay. Give me a picture. Yeah, can I finish the email and no, then I'll tell no, you how to handle no, it? Joe. I'll tell you how to handle it when I finish the okay, email. Okay, go ahead. It's your show. Geez, you'd never know that sometimes, would you? <laughs> continue with, what? Continue with Jim's email. Whoop. <laughs> uh, I've had conversations with people I know who work in one of the two Duluth public high schools that litter boxes were being placed in bathrooms in that school in at that school in September when school started. Scott Jensen is right. We are in trouble and have lost our minds as a culture. Uh with sore arms from pushing back against the insanity on the shores of Gitchy Gumi, I remain a loyal listener. Okay, uh, I'd have to see it. I'd have to walk into the school. And I, see I, it. I, I really want this story to be true. I yeah. really do. I'd have to walk into the school and see it. I don't doubt this uh, person, and right. I don't doubt the other emailer. But I right. can't. I can't go on that. I have to walk into the school and see it. But here's the sad realization and the sad truth. It certainly wouldn't surprise me. No. That's the that is no. the that's, that's the telling. That's why it's so believable. Right. right? But why hasn't a, a social media savvy kid taken a picture of that and say, Can you believe this is in our okay. bathroom? Are, hmm. are we just point. I wonder point. Why? are we being <laughs> boomers? We're not checking social God. for this? Because that that's you're right. I mean, I'm not I can't go, you know, you can't go creep on a High school kid. I mean, I don't know how to do that, but well, I, that also begs the question: Are the kids showing up at school dressed up as animals? Because <laughs> well, if not, why would there be litter boxes? Are we doing an SNL bit now? I'm very confused. I know this is <laughs> such. It's just a sign of the times. This is so absurd that that we're sitting here talking about. This. I can't stop thinking about what you edited yourself with, though. <laughs> on a dropping a deuce it's, in the box. Okay, you said it. <laughs> My God, so much for the edit. Like Big steamer like this, like this, Joe. It's an old George Clooney bit, isn't it? George Clooney. Now, yeah, isn't he the? He's the George prankster. Clooney. He was staying at a friend's house and they had a litter box and he left one in there and the guy came home and and saw it and thought there was something wrong with his kitty i swear he told it we gotta put that thing down he told it on len told it on leno or or somewhere uh, hey joe when are you having your next house party that's unfortunate (laughs) i'm uh now i'm kind of glad you Ahead, you brought Jay. this up, uh, Joe, because I would have never heard that story if you had brought it up. Um, according to funfacts.com, yeah. uh-huh. George Clooney once cleaned his roommate's cat litter box for four consecutive days, then crapped in it himself, causing his roommate to think it was from his constipated cat. Oh, my God. That's so brilliant. That's just genius. Uh, it was, he was on with Dennis Miller. Okay. According oh. to the interview, Clooney seized an opportunity to prank his friend when he noticed that his cat had not defecated for roughly three days. <laughs> can you imagine? I love him. Getting oh, caught no. in that. Oh. What if the roommate came home? 
Eventually, Clooney decided to polish off the prank by taking an unusually big poop in the poor cat's litter box, much to his friend's surprise and disgust, who believed that it was constipated cat and delivered the huge mess when he came across. I'm coming okay. for you. We've sunk yeah, to new levels, I gotta get Joe. Rid of this one. Uh, you have. I have. Twenty-two uh, percent oh. of millennials, ages twenty-six to forty-one, said they have gone into debt because of their dating spending habits amid sky-high inflation. According to a new, new survey, Gen Zers, those between 18 and 25, were found to be the second most likely to take on dating-related debt at 19%. Uh, I don't want to pay for your college loans. Hmm. You idiots, are, you can't even come up with the money to, to go on a date because you're so stupid. I don't want to pay for your loans. I think it's a mi big mistake. One of many that this country is going down. And you have a great video that you showed me earlier that we can't play, unfortunately, because it has a copyrighted song underneath it. But it's brilliant talking about the debt forgiveness program. Right. I'll post it to the uh, Garage Logic page. Yeah. Tiffany is a TikToker and she needs to visit her favorite sushi restaurant four times a week. Four times a week. Would you deny her that? <laughs> Please. Let's use our do tax what you can to, give. to pay college, and debt. it's the Sarah McLaughlin song, you know, with the with the puppies that are in the oh, cage and stuff. All that time yeah. waiting, right? Angel or whatever is it? Yeah, oh. I think it's Angel. Yeah. All right. All um, right. When you get to food, uh, our correspondent is standing by. Yes, and her name is uh, Nancy Close. Nancy Close, and you are a, a friend of Nancy's. I've known her my whole life. Yes. Why don't we tell you first that? Uh, you need to get through the winter with a reliable automobile. I'm dealing with the kid I used to have who's now discovering this. Get to Schmel's Countryside Volkswagens in Maplewood on the southeast quadrant of Highway 36 and 61. Just don't let George Clooney drive it. One of the last Twin Cities truly family-owned dealers, multi-generational, and until I'm corrected, and I say I will not be the oldest Volkswagen dealer in Minnesota, and right now, that family of Volkswagen SUVs are in stock and arriving daily, including the all-new Volkswagen Taos, uh, all-wheel drive, IQ drive, advanced safety systems, all the way up to the family size, seven-passenger Atlas with 5,000-pound towing capability, the uh, all-electric Volkswagen ID4 SUV named the 2021 World Car of the Year, if you are a candidate. Great people, great service. They can only stay in business as a, a, a one-owner shop because they've been dealing with the same people for years and years and years and welcoming new ones who discover this wonderful dealership. I've traded there for years and will continue to. Find out the inventory at SchmelzVW.com. Why is my mic on? Hold on a second here. Did you get um? Oh, because we're doing that thing. Did you get Yo. the enhanced, or did you oh, just get yeah. regular driver's license? Good. Yeah. Is Nancy going to hold through I've, the? Are we doing a mic now? I don't know. I've had it for years. Oh. Yeah. Dang it. Are we doing mic now? Yeah. Will this Nancy uh, hold through that? Right? Yeah, she's sitting down okay. in Naples. <laughs> on uh, fraudulent no, no, money. No, she's thing. legit. Where does it say that you? Ha Mine's no, way different her. than yours. 
Mine's enhanced. Yeah, she's not. Where does it tell me that? Oh, hey, enhanced was... driver's license. Okay. Oh, so mine says on yours or on mine? Mine right here says enhanced. I just went and got my passport two weeks ago. There's a nice gal, um, new one uh, at the credit union today. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. 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 You know what? I didn't know Teresa was now branch manager. Go, go right ahead. Yeah. Go right I didn't ahead. know. She told me that the oh, other day. Like, I think oh. she has a day off or something. I got to call Karen, uh, too. You're the best, Rob. Thanks, man. I, I just saw that Dan uh, from Spire. Perfect. Good guy. No, that's perfect. Just have him give me a bill. That's, that's perfect. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You bet. Bye. Let's go. Femme Monsieur Femme Let's go. Okay, so here's, we're calling Mike, correct? Yeah, please. Okay. Um, and feel free to participate, fellas. On that, like a fly. I'll call Mike, and when we're done with her, then I'll have to call Nancy. So she's not on the line right now. No, because we're I just said uh, we're going to call you in a couple of minutes. Uh, I sent a text to a friend. Are there litter boxes in Izzy's school? F no, it's not a thing. <laughs> Who's Izzy? This this gal's daughter. Oh, is a sixteen year old. <clears throat> hey, Mike, it's Reavers. How are you? No reports of them being in St. Paul oh, schools, are they? Are there? No, no. I'm not going to. It's a metro school. I think you're. Um, gonna... I think you're inner city kids. Are there? Probably don't mess with furries, huh? Perfect. All right. Um, I don't know. I, I don't have a problem. They just with shoot each other. Yeah. Yeah. They got real problems. All right, let's go here. All right. Uh, uh, let me turn that on. Ready to rock? Yeah. Okay. I am mm -hmm. rolling. Are you rolling? Yeah. Well, this doesn't work. What do you mean? Not all of his equipment works. Well, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Joe Suchere. I'll come fix it in a second. Well, it, it, it clicked. It I just heard didn't a play. wonderful line. What, what was the uh, line that Bunchen had about her uh, soon-to-be ex-husband? He, he's inconsistent? Yes. Inconsistent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, super Positive Thursday brought to us by SchoonoverBodyWorks.com. Mr. Mike Schoonover on the horn with us. Uh, Schoonover's the uh, GLers Body Shop located in Shoreview, 1060 County E. But never mind that for now. The Schoonover family also started and run Play for Patrick, uh, whereby they hold heart screenings for youth around our area in the state. And Mike has an announcement uh, about that. Hi, Mike. Hey, fellas. How are we doing today? Eh, we're to kind of bickering, but we're okay. Can I compliment you first on your Play for Patrick t-shirts? They're a fine quality. I, I enjoy wearing that t-shirt a lot. Just a heads up. Hey, Rook, next summer I'll make you a woman's cut so, uh, you know, you can show off your back a little bit more. You are a smart Alex, sir, yes, but I won't take it. It's not the back he's trying to show off. Well, I was there that day. You tried yeah. that shirt on, and you know what? You can't unsee that. Right. <laughs> Sorry about that. You can't unsee it. Now, you wouldn't even tell me off the air, Mike, what's going on. This must be big. Well, hey, uh, so, yeah, thanks for having us live and talking about Play for Patrick. So, uh, registration opened up yesterday for the, uh, the October 29th heart screening at Eastview High School down in Apple Valley. So if uh, people want to register to either volunteer or if they have kids who are between the ages of 14 and 24, uh, they can go to playforpatrick.org and register for the, the free heart screening. Um, 
the other uh, the other good news, and I can't I can't disclose who who it is, but we we do have a major medical uh, group that is going to participate with us this year in a study, and uh, so we're we're ga- we're gaining traction on trying to keep kids safe and and looking after these these young hearts. So uh, we're pretty excited about that. You found a number of youth in the last couple of years, um, the and the kids and their parents were quite surprised um, by these findings on some of them, right? So so it, how am I trying to say this? You might not even see the signs or know that there's a heart issue, but it could be there lurking, right? Yeah, you know, Patrick is a good example of, of, of that because uh, we had no we had no genetic uh, heart issues in our family before. I mean, mm. obviously, Every family has has heart issues, and that's based on maybe lifestyle type of thing, you know, exercise or, or diet or those types of things, or high blood pressure. Um, Patrick did have high blood pressure, and we didn't know it. And um, and so, but his his defects in his heart, uh, we weren't aware of, and that's why what we do with the heart screenings of doing the EKG and doing a an echocardiogram where we can take a picture of the heart. Um, that's not done at a regular, you know, kids physical or a sports physical. So that's, that's why it's important, uh, for us to do this for these kids, because you don't have to have any family history of that type of thing, because, you know, now Patrick, Patrick is the first in our family to have those types of issues, structural heart issues with, uh, with, you know, with his conditions. And this big medical company coming on, they're going to use your findings and everything for their, what, a long-term study? Yeah, yeah, we're we're looking we're looking forward to what we what we hope is a long term relationship with them. So um, it's going to be it's going to be pretty exciting, and 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 we're looking forward to learning from them, and and obviously they're looking forward to working with us because, you know, we we hope that we're going to screen two hundred plus kids that day uh, in a couple weeks, and and it'll be it'll be good because uh, you know we want to save lives. We want to we don't want kids you know dying doing what they love or having you know heart issues that they don't know about. And then when they get older, it's too late. Um, That's why we got to do what we got to do. Mike, it's Rook. I went to playforpatrick.org looking at some of your statistics. You screened 4,178 kids, found 200 with 255 with elevated blood pressure and 260 with abnormal electrical or structural heart defects. That program's already a success in my book. With 260, you find in those abnormal or structural heart defects. That is awesome. No, thank you. Yeah, well, that's that's uh, you know that's that's Patrick doing his doing what he, he's doing to help those other kids. But really, uh, we really rely on our medical volunteers and the doctors and the nurses and the, and the technicians who and and the other volunteers who help make that happen. Because without them, we we can't do it. So, right. you know, I'm just you know, Gail and I just run a collision repair shop here in Shoreview, and we don't know anything about that stuff. So we really we really. Uh, are thankful for the help that we get from all of, all of our volunteers. And how to sign? How do we sign up for this um, this event on the 29th? Go to playforpatrick.org. Okay. And if it just ask Joe, just super ask easy. Joe what the web, web address is. <laughs> yeah, we'll be here ten minutes. www <laughs> colon right slash 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 still looking for jack benny schoon over no no play, no, play, play for, for patrick. patrick thanks mike 
Hey, you are welcome, guys. Thank, Thank you for having me on today. I appreciate it. Thank you, Mike. And if you need body repair, go to the uh, Garage Logic official body shop, schoonoverbodyworks.com. Unfortunately, I will have to be seeing, Mike. Well, I've backed a couple of things in the fences. And oh, I did you stop? Well, you just keep going. Like you're at your... that age. Didn't intend to. I felt I had an obligation. But <laughs> rookie, rookie asked a very good question. Did you stop? Or did you I just did keep stop. going like one of the kids Online, you used I got to a have. kid uh, was a real problem because uh, once she starts hitting something, she doesn't stop hitting it. <laughs> just, wasn't it a bank? It was like an, a yellow. She's hit a variety of uh, posts, for example, and, and just goes around them while it's grinding the whole time. <laughs> well, I can't go back. I mean, I... Oh. oh. And sometimes it even leaves the yellow mark. You can almost tell where she was. <laughs> oh, you're over at Mid-America Bank over there, huh? Uh, is uh, Nancy Close joining us? Yes. Nancy, hello. Hi. You are CEO of CKC Food Group. What is that, Nancy? It is. Hi, Joe. Thanks hi. for inviting me. You bet. It is a catering company or a food service management company in the Twin Cities uh, that feeds schools that don't have kitchens primarily. We have maybe 10 out of 150 that do have operating kitchens. But they want to partner with a company that generally uh, follows the USDA guidelines for food nutrition mm -hmm. and private schools and child cares that um, just want really good food and a good partner to, to work with. Are you for-profit? We are for-profit. Are you uh, involved in any way in getting grant money from the Minnesota Department of Education via the United States Department of Agriculture? We are not. As a, a food service company, uh, very few grants are available to us, um, but lots of grants are available to our schools. Okay. So you buy food and you sell it to schools? We do. We buy food, we prepare it, and we sell it, we deliver it. We make sure and manage all of the nutritional USDA regulations and guidelines if they are under the USDA program and receiving reimbursements. What must you be thinking when you read the news of this food fraud that's taking place in Minnesota, the largest of its kind in the country? Yeah. In, incredibly tragic. Um, we serve a lot of severe need schools um, in the Twin Cities, and COVID was just an unbelievable uh, experience for many of my staff that saw families coming week after week and, you know, crying, literally crying and asking, will you be here again next week? So the need is real. And the fact that there are just so many that are in need and that this happened is, it's just, it's unbelievable. Well, I don't it's, doubt the need is real, but maybe you can help us uh, solve a puzzle that we have. Uh, these fraudsters yeah. claim to have fed millions and millions and millions of kids and they didn't. Where are these kids who didn't eat and where are their parents saying we didn't get our food? There's not been a peep from anybody who was supposed to have been fed. What is your theory right. about that? I you know, I don't have a theory, but I can say that um, there were a lot of uh, there were a lot of families that were able to go to the, the large public school districts. And I know both Minneapolis and St. Paul were feeding uh, CKC. We feed on average uh, approximately 30,000 meals a day. And so I, I feel like there there were ample places for kids to go. I have no idea how 
I have no idea how how this many places were opened and claimed to be feeding sites when there, there seemed to be a lot of great feeding sites that were open and we were full. I just got an email from a parent of a central high school student. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the parent uh, is copying me on an email that apparently mm-hmm. went to the homes of central high school students in St. Paul. And it notes, we are pleased to partner with Every Meal. That's the name of the outfit. Have you ever heard of that? Every Meal? No. Okay. No, I haven't. To offer a free weekend food program to all of our students. Beginning, uh, it began last Friday. All families will have the opportunity to receive weekend mail bags. Every Every Meal is a 501c3 nonprofit with a mission to fight child hunger through community and school partnerships. They strive to make a difference in children's lives by focusing on food gaps like weekends, school breaks, and summer when they can't receive food in school. It's free. There's no qualifications. Students enrolled in the program will receive a four to five pound bag of nutritious, non-perishable food each week. Uh, Every meal does not collect information from families. Families may enroll in the program anytime. Families may choose from a variety of different weekend meal bag options. Uh, Please use QR code below to register or call so-and-so for more information. And then you're offered a blue bag, a green bag, an orange bag, a purple bag. The purple bag, for example, is tailored for Southeast Asian dietary preferences. This bag may contain items such as rice, rice noodles, coconut milk, bamboo shoots, curry paste, green beans, and mandarin oranges. Or you can go down and you get a get a blue bag, which is tailored to East African dietary preferences. I won't continue. My question is, right. God in heaven, how many of these outfits are there that are feeding kids? And where are the hungry kids? I, I First of all, this is completely new to me, and I can promise you I want to look into it because yeah. our understanding is that there are no government subsidized meals during the weekends this year. Mm-hmm. Um, that was completely removed um, wow. starting the 21-22, the 22-23 school year. And is this is, a, it sounded like you said in the beginning, a nonprofit organization. Yes. Are they, is it government subsidized that they're, they're going to then turn around and reimburse for claims? I don't know. Did, so I'm the 501C, there is, um, different codes in the National School Lunch Program, but I can tell you all, I'll email MDE this afternoon and ask them. Yeah, it says it's a 501c3 nonprofit. 501c3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I have, I, we haven't heard any of this. And, and the biggest reason is kids are back in school. Mm-hmm. And the whole purpose of the National School Lunch Program is to make sure that there is you know, healthy meals that will actually sustain that breakfast and that lunch meal um, for a student with the calories, the sodium, and and provide that um, during the week. Are we making the presumption that parents are not feeding their children? There is a presumption out there that there is definitely a number of kids that aren't being fed. Um, and you know, where they get their statistics, I'm, I can't say that there is a presumption. We do know that there were a tremendous amount, at least the students that we fed through COVID that took those weekend meals. We also know that school districts that maybe weren't providing meals that were 
um, you know, as appealing, uh, their numbers were lower. And so that I kind of think that when you're hungry, you're going to eat. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's, that's always going to be a, a challenge. How, how, how much food do we give and what is the, 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 the food that is going to keep those kids eating? I know we were told to make sure the food was easy for the student to prepare. Um, that would be, of course, assuming that, you know, the parent would be at work or working. And so there was definitely stipulations to how we were supposed to plan our meals and make sure that it was easy for the student to be able to feed themselves. Nancy, it's uh, Matt here. Uh, a quick question. How shocked were you at the size of the fraud and how easy it was for these people to get their hands on um, this money and have no accountability? You can say whatever you want. I don't know if you need to be tight-lipped on anything, but yeah. I, I know you you know, have your, your, your up and your in working order, but were you shocked at that, how easy it was for them to get their hands on the money? Stunned. I was stunned. I still am. I, I think that uh, for so many of us, it's surreal. Uh, the amount of time, because, you know, it was, I, I, and I, I have to be honest, we're so busy working. I read when I can mm-hmm. on it. Um, also, I don't like to read it at night because, you know, you get so upset. Yeah. But the short amount of time, it takes our clients a long time to go through an application process. And I know that it's a very tedious, uh, a very tedious situation, not situation, but process for them to go through. I have no idea whether that process was different during COVID, but I think, you know, what was it one year mm-hmm. that they were approved mm-hmm. and operating and then, you know, busted. And so that, yeah, it's, it's hard to understand how how that did happen do you uh, without you can tell me what you want to tell me but do you have to produce receipts for the food that you buy we do not have to produce receipts um that although i have to say that would have definitely been a a good process in place because we're, we're all buying food every single week we get food in every single day thousands of dollars worth of food right um our our schools are the ones that have to produce information. They are daily food production receipts that tell you how many meals were served and how many were left over. Okay, so that, it, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but that's a development then. So it's on the schools. So whoever was supposed to be auditing this should have gone to those schools and say, show me your receipts. No, the food fraud think, had nothing to do with schools. Yeah, I think these were more businesses like mine, they were food service providers. But in what I have to provide is all the labels of the food. I have to provide information that uh, proves that I've gotten the food. They come out to our facilities and they look at that. I know during COVID, um, nobody was going out anywhere, but there's still information that you're asked to provide. That situation came up so fast with all of those locations being approved, um, that there there should have been a method, and and maybe there was. We're really not privy to that. Um, that was verifying, you know, the number of the the food that was being purchased for the number of meals being claimed. I guess. How many outfits like yours are there? 
You know, a lot have come up in the last couple of years because you can go to the Minnesota Department of Education website and they will give you a list of food service companies and vendors. A food service company does more than just prepares the food and drop it off. They generally will have staff um, at the school location. And a vendor is somebody that just prepares the food and drops it off. And I'm going to say that they probably have around 15 to 20 that are on that list of vendors at this point. So you could go to the MDE website and find out how many food service programs there are. Yes. Well, the it, you have to sign up. You you got to have a licensed number at least if you're on the website. I mm-hmm. don't know that any of the companies that were approved for that short term are on there. Um, I some of them I don't recognize some of the names of the companies. Right. Um, but you do have to have a licensed number, or you should. And um, and and again, some of them that are on there, I'm not really sure if they really do K through 12 school food service. Yeah. They they must, but we're, we, we're just unfamiliar with them. There's probably about two or three of us that have been in the Twin Cities for years. We've, we've been in the Twin Cities for 32 years. Okay. Nancy, what country did you buy your resort in? <laughs> <laughs> I bought my building in Minnesota. There we go. <laughs> That's my resort. Yeah. I don't know. She's hanging out in Naples right now. Wait a minute. No, I'm, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Nancy, you're on the up and up. Nancy, thank you. Uh, I, 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 This is no reflection on you, but I'm now more confused than I've ever been. Oh, Joe, I'm sorry. You no, know. no, again, not your fault, but I'm beginning to think that we, we have, this is the tip of an iceberg about yep. which we know nothing. Yeah. I'm not, well, again, see. you, you are doing the Lord's work for all I know and, and Godspeed to you. And I'm sure you're on the up and up. But what I'm suggesting is, uh, there's way too much. There's a whole lot of food going on. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. There's a whole uh, lot of food. We we serve schools. The it seems like feeding our future. It wasn't related to schools. No, it was, it was just not related to food. Right. And that is a totally different. It's com- it's a completely different ball game. I have no idea how these programs are popping up everywhere that say we'll we'll just we'll feed 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 there's a lot of they popped up they nancy they popped up i know you don't want to do your reading at night because it gets you too upset and i don't blame you (laughs) they popped up because the usda loosened rules during the pandemic to make it easier for groups to secure food and then feed children without going through all the necessary rules regulations and hoops that they previously had to go through so now you got Mm -hmm some sharpies sitting in the corner saying this is our chance to pounce and that's what they did allegedly yeah it's uh i it'll be interesting to see where where it goes from here we're all paying for it yes um we're paying for our pocketbooks and we're paying emotionally right and uh yeah it's it's a terrible it's horrible thank you very much thank you thank you thank you take care yeah thank you and I, I'm again nothing against Nancy, oh, but you're right. it's I'm more confused than I've ever been. It's the tip of the iceberg, and the fact that those other people just swooped in, had the cash grab, and I'm then so, took off. I'm so old. How old How are you? How old, old, are, old you? are you? I remember lunch ladies. Yeah, with the hairnets, and uh, yeah. yep, they look like East Germans. And what you know? kind of outfits did they have on? It was just, it was like the um, 
It was like the gray, uh, what do you, house coat. Yes. Like a house yes. coat, house yes. coat. Yes. And they were all, uh, there was no va-va-voom. It no. was, they no. were serious grandmas. Remember when Chris, and you had to get through the line. Yes. Remember when Chris Farley did the lunch lady bit on Saturday oh, Night Live? Yes. At the song? Oh, it was oh, just God. hysterical. So all schools, according to her, uh, there are many schools apparently that have no kitchen capabilities. Right. Evidently. Yeah. So they got to hire in. But like she said, this, the schools have to have the receipts to say, we served uh, 200 kids. Right. Well, I got news for you. There's something going on here that we don't know anything did, about. Did she say that during the pandemic, they were actually providing meals to schools? Yes. I think yeah. she said that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and did. those schools were paying. So her program was working. Right. She is. I mean, she's been doing it for 30 years. So she has. Uh, she well, is what, what's this central high school thing? Nancy's immediate I raised reaction. Her, eyebrows. Her, her immediate reaction is somebody in the industry was, wait a minute, that's not supposed to happen on weekends. Right. Well, it's, and you can get a blue bag. That's East African dietary. You can get a green bag. That's uh, chicken, tuna, pasta, rice, mac and cheese, chili. That must be for white people. Is the purple one the Viking or you get an orange bag is Latino. A purple bag is for Southeast Asian. The yellow bag is ready to eat items. The blue bag is East African. The green bag is, uh, it doesn't, the green bag doesn't sound any different than the, uh, oh, there's the green bags why, twice. Uh, why such diversity? If, if we're trying to feed these children at their, at their, their base we need to give them some protein, some carbohydrates. Carbohydrates. They can't do fruit because fruit's least perishable. My, that's the least of my problem. Just a bag of Funyuns and a cigarette. Let's go. Get out of here, kid. <laughs> Beat a cigarette. Take a break and let's come back with you. How about we feed my future at 30 Bales Restaurant uh, right, in downtown Hopkins, gentlemen? Endlessly in love <gasps> with the Midwest flavors. Kenny, wow. you're in town. Yeah. Lunch Wait, date. It's a run. Uh, I'll I'll go, but not with you. Not with you. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> uh, we do have breaking news, by the way. Todd just con- I said, hey, Todd, anything specific you want me to mention? Guess what's back? The Did short you, uh, rib pot pie is back. That's what I have to have. It's oh, wow. fantastic. It's it's so good. How oh, good is it? it? I almost ate it on my way home. Oh, I'm surprised <laughs> you did. Right. Just with my hand. Snacks. It's so good. The Scoop short rib pot pie is probably my favorite dish that they have at 30 Bales Restaurant. Go see for yourself. Check out their entire menu. 30bales.com is the website, by the way. Um, they do uh, lunch starting at 11 o'clock Tuesday through Friday. And happy hours, 3 to 5.30. And then the brunch menu, Sunday and sorry Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., the thing I love about 30 Bales, you guys, is the fact that it can cater to anybody. My wife is the pickiest eater on the planet, and she loves getting food from 30 Bales Restaurant. So anyway, stop in, say hi to Todd and the entire crew, and let them know that you heard about 30 Bales Restaurant right here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Oh, what? How many ads are left? What? How I've many ads two. are left? Dos, por favor. I um, forgot who my other uh, Moon oh, Motorsports. Oh, how many ads are left? I, I have Redmond and Spiral. Chris, yeah. how many ads are left? I definitely, definitely want to know now. <laughs> Spend all your time waiting. Who's that woman, Rook? She was the uh, daughter of Abdul Kayum, who left Afghanistan in the seventies. He was one of the. Um, Never mind. How many ads? Were <laughs> Joe, I, I, he was from the. Uh, was she what born was he? here? 
when the uh, Afghanis took over. He he had to leave. Okay, Rook, he, so well, there was what, a war with Russia. What, what Rook, tribe? Rook, I love you. Got to stop talking because Joe's on my case. Can you, give me Redmond or uh, <laughs> give me a whatever here. Uh, Redmond or Spiral. Okie doke. Let's do a spiral. Let me know when you're ready. I am a Redmond. Okay. I'm rolling. <laughs> Copy that. And uh, if you're rolling right now, you're going to be rolling into your kitchen going, man, is that unsightly tile. I want new flooring. Well, you can get it with Redmond's Flooring and Design. If you don't know what you want, that's okay. You go up to their uh, place in Anoka that's been there about 50 years and say, I'm looking for some carpet. I'm looking for some hardwood. I'm looking for some tile, vinyl, waterproof, whatever the case may be, they'll put together a design for you. That's the plan for my kitchen floor coming very, very soon. We're going to go up there, pick out the right flooring. Well, actually, I'm just going to nod my head and say, yes, dear, that looks good. That, that's what we want. And then Mike's team is going to put a plan together and then execute it. And it's not going to be overnight. I don't want them to put carpet in overnight. I want them to take their time, have a great plan, and do it right. That's what they've been doing at Redmond's Flooring and Design for over 50 years. Check out their website, redmonds.com. That's R-E-D-M-A-N-N-S.com. They work with Mohawk, the biggest name in flooring. They're not an overnight operation. That's what they pride themselves. Estimates, they're free. And when you're on the website, check out the reviews. Redmond's Flooring and Design in Anoka, 763-316-3332. Brighten up those floors in the living room, basement, and the kitchen with Redmond's Flooring and Design. John, do you have the uh, the story of uh, Saudi Arabia and the president? Well, which one? The Kingdom of Saudi of Arabia confirms that Biden attempted to coerce them into postponing oil cuts until after the midterms. Yep. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. That's. I actually wow. had the uh, Saudi Arabia story yesterday, but never got to it. Oh, gotcha. Holy crap! Because the yeah the administration. The... Wow. Joe, we're poorly led. Really? <laughs> Are we ready? Yeah. Okay. Does Kenny got something? Kenny's here? got Moon Motorsports. Is your computer seriously not working? It's not making the sound of the sounders. <laughs> Click it once. <laughs> making the sound. There. Not happening. Well, while you oh. turn me down somewhere, obviously. No, Already canceled the Yankee game or postponed. Nothing. Good. I'll have to watch hockey. They're uh, they're going to play tomorrow at noon. Oh, the Wilds, the lid lifters tonight. Mm-hmm. I wonder why what they're... is that? Oh, wait. Now, now try it. Now try it. Oh, didn't I tell you you had a button turned down? Right now. And now, a man. Okay. What was wrong? You had uh, a button turned well, down. Well, the program, I must have hit it with my headphones. Sure, we're making fun of Joe in here. It was Chris's fault. Sorry, yeah. Joe. Yeah. Uh, if you're offended, I apologize. Yeah. Whoa. Now it's not the day to pick on Chris. He's had a, <laughs> had a rough 24 hours. Had a rough 24 <laughs> oh, we're back. Now, a man who has I never am. had a relationship Whoops. with a tree. We never left. Joe Suchere. Brands for the kids, the kiddos, the brats, the carpet crawlers. Moon Motorsports has them in Monticello. And right now, Moon has an amazing selection of U-sized ATVs, side-by-sides, motorcycles, all in stock. You can see them at the website, moonmotorsports.com. There's 
a lot of motorcycle and ATV opportunities in Minnesota from the south side all the way up north. Uh, and they're fun trails anywhere from 3 to 10 to 15 miles. A lot of fun. And you and the kids will love trail riding. Uh, and you don't have to own large acreage or know a guy or have a lake place. And now is the best time to get them their their own ATV right before Christmas. It's a sneak purchase. You sneak it in Christmas morning before they get up. Can you imagine the smiles on their faces when they see mm-hmm. their own ATV? Wow. Uh, and check out the Player Sportsman 110. Uh, Moon Motorsports has great savings uh, right now on that unit. And uh, for those of you with machines that need storage, putting them away for the winter, call up Moon. They've been doing it for years. They'll prep it and store it and keep it safe for you. Moon Motorsports, they run KTM, Husqvarna, Polaris, Can-Am, BMW, Triumph, Ducati, Yamaha, Honda, Skidoo, and and, yeah, and Skidoo, yeah. Uh, The big, 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 big grand at Moon Motorsports Cathedral. It's in Monticello and on the web, moonmotorsports.com. Here's John Height in the John Height Newsroom. Thank you, Joe. Uh, a couple things before news. We talked about this off air, but we'll let people know the uh, in case they were planning to watch the Yankees Cleveland game has already been postponed this evening. Right. Uh, they will play tomorrow at noon our time. And uh, you got me looking at New Zealand here. This is pretty cool, Joe. A lot of islands, Six, John. Six hundred islands. New wow. Zealand consists of six hundred islands. I wonder how many of them are uh, occupied. Well, the two largest, and that's where most of the people live, yeah. uh, are the mostly occupied ones. But all the uh, there's some amazing pictures online. Uh, I get, I kind of got lost in that. I'm sure you down the rabbit hole. How many yeah. islands did you say, John? Six hundred. My, my fear is that uh, <laughs> the whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and uh, and capsize. Capsize. Uh, we don't anticipate that. No. <laughs> Possible, but we don't anticipate. Wow. How did that guy not burst? It's not into now raining in New York, but uh, at game time, it's an eighty percent chance of rain. So I guess they're yeah. just going to cut her short there. Yep, no. cut her up. In the news, three people charged in the massive feeding our future child nutrition program fraud conspiracy case are appearing in federal court today to enter guilty pleas. They are Hadith Ahmed Hana. Amara Kagan and Bikam Merdasa. They're appearing before U.S. District Judge Nancy Brassell in Minneapolis. Unlike the vast majority of the 49 people charged so far in the case, the three were charged via felony information. That's a process through which defendants agree to forego grand jury proceedings, often signaling an imminent guilty plea. All three have been charged with one count each of conspiracy to commit wire fraud. The charges against Mardasa and Markian named them as leaders of meal sites that brought in millions of dollars in allegedly fraudulent federal child nutrition program money while being sponsored by Feeding Our Future. According to charges, Mardasa and two co-conspirators received more than $3 million after they falsely claimed to serve more than 1.3 million meals through their Youth Inventors Lab site in St. Paul. This is what happens when there's no place where the buck stops. Yep. Right. Since Operation Endeavor began in mid-October, the Minneapolis Police Department says, uh, mid-September, excuse me, the Minneapolis Police Department says it has made 50 arrests, seized 30 firearms, 520 fentanyl pills, 270 grams of heroin, 196 grams of cocaine, and almost 40 grand in cash connected to crime. 
Alongside federal and state partners, Mayor Jacob Fry and Commissioner Dr. Cedric Alexander rolled out Operation Endeavor in late September. Led by the Minneapolis Community uh, Office of Community Safety, includes help from multiple other agencies, Minneapolis Police, Hennepin County Sheriff's Office, the Hennepin County Attorney's Office, the Department of Public Safety, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, the FBI, and the U.S. Marshal Service. When asked if those numbers would be lower if Operation Endeavor was not underway at a press conference, they answered without a doubt. Today's parents have to worry about kids getting fentanyl at Halloween. Yep. I, I got Canadian Club. God. I got a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Star Tribune reporting the government is not unfairly prosecuting a prominent Minneapolis GOP donor for child sex trafficking, according to a federal judge. Uh, Anthony Lazaro, Anton Lazaro, who's been held in the Sherburne County Jail since August of 2021, has argued for the dismissal of his indictment based on allegations that investigators illegally listened to calls between him and his attorneys. He also claimed he was singled out for selective and vindictive prosecution because of his political views, his wealth, and his intimate partner choices. Well, in a 22-page report and recommendation filed yesterday, U.S. Magistrate Judge David Schultz wrote that Lazaro's request should be denied because he did not adequately prove those claims. Schultz's report now goes to Chief U.S. District Judge Patrick Schultz, who was overseeing the case and will make a final ruling on Lazaro's motions. Lazaro was charged alongside Gisela Castro Medina, a former University of St. Thomas student who last year pleaded not guilty to federal charges that she recruited underage girls for the sex trafficking conspiracy that Lazaro allegedly helmed. Twin Cities were on display yesterday as Minnesota bids to host the 2027 Specialized Expo in Bloomington. It's the U.S. World's Fair, basically, or not the U.S., the World's Fair. An event officials estimated would have a roughly $2.5 billion economic impact. Well, we don't know that. Hold yeah. on. I got you. I got you. Uh, we don't know that. Uh, finish, Jen, and I have some comment about this. Okay. Uh, leaders of the organization that oversees expos across the world toured the proposed event site next to the airport and Mall of America, as well as Minneapolis and St. Paul, to assess whether it would be feasible to host the three-month gathering here. The World's Fairs estimated to draw more than 14 million visitors. The expo brings together... Uh, we don't know that. <laughs> ...brings together innovations from across the globe. Minnesota's theme would center on the idea of healthy people, healthy planet. The state is is competing with locations in Argentina, Serbia, Spain, and Thailand to host the expo. The winner won't be decided until next. That's as bad as the theme we had for our Super Bowl, uh, whatever it was with the snowball. I forget what it was. Just horrible. Bold North. GLers like to press ahead and and do things like host world fairs, but it's very shocking to see the likes of Klobuchar, who's become a fool, Amy Klobuchar, touting this as a wonderful opportunity for, for Minnesota. But Aren't you really courting a, a climate disaster? With oh, all that international all these, travel. All these flights and yes. the fossil Jet fuels required yeah. and uh, the building. The, you have to have raw materials to build new venues and what have you. I'm, I think it's great if you want to go for it. That's great. But I'm surprised they want to do that. That's a good point. Well, <laughs> if you watch the press conferences from yesterday, uh, every person that spoke was uh, stumbling over themselves to say, together we're bringing the world together we're bringing people together that's the way what year would this be john 
2027. Well, we'll still be here then, so, but that's cutting it close. Yeah, we're getting closer to that's the Armageddon. Yeah. I'm pulling for Thailand. Yeah. yeah. I'm going with Serbia. Yeah. Well, with we'll Serbia. see who wins. I like the Serbs. Professors at the University of Minnesota and the University of Wisconsin are among this year's 25 winners of the John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation's prestigious fellowships known as Genius Grants that honor discipline bending and society changing people whose work offers inspiration and insight. Rook, they must have lost our applications. I think so. Yeah, Yeah, we're a little behind. (laughs) The Chicago-based foundation announced Wednesday it increased the no-strings-attached award amount. Uh, They get some good money here. Each honoree gets from $625,000 to $800,000 over a five-year period, and fellows do not need to report back to the foundation about how they spend the money. The U of M professor is 67-year-old Stephen Ruggles. I drink a lot. (laughs) I drink a lot. (laughs) Ruggles is a historical demographer who built and maintains the most extensive database of population statistics in the world. Wait, 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 John. You're not addressing him properly. I'm sorry. sorry, Uh, Where'd the story go? Isn't he being called a genius He's yeah. a genius. Well, that's, well, that's what he's talking that about. That was yeah. Genius Grant's genius candidate. Grant. That's what started, started ah, the story. See, I wonder if he's in the top 1% of all scientists in the world. Could be. You weren't, you weren't listening again, Kenny, were you? You're right. He's a professor of history and population studies at the, and the director of the U's Institute for Social Research and Data Innovation. The fella in Wisconsin, the U of M professor, is 44-year-old Monica. That's not a fella. I'm sorry. It's a woman. Monica Kim of Madison, a historian of U.S. foreign U of policy. W, uh, U of W professor. Oh, I'm sorry. Did yeah. I say U of M? Mm, yeah. Pardon me. I'm sorry. Uh, whose archival research in multiple languages and original interviews reveal unstated motivations and policy goals. What does that that mean? Well, you got to be a genius to know that. Yeah. Those are genius grants. Well, I'm far from that. Yeah. A closely watched measure of U.S. consumer prices rose by more than uh, forecast to a 40-year high in September, pressuring the Federal Reserve to raise interest rates even more aggressively to stamp out persistent inflation. We found out the core consumer price index, which excludes food and energy, increased 6.6% from a year ago, the highest level since 1982, according to Labor Department data that uh, was announced this morning. From a month earlier, the core CPI climbed 0.6% for a second month. On the heels of a solid jobs report last week, the inflation data likely cements an additional uh, 75 basis point interest rate hike at the Fed's November policy meeting spurred speculation for a fifth straight increase of that size in December. Millions of Social Security recipients will get an 8.7% boost in their benefits of 2023. It's their annual cost of living adjustment. Uh, that is a historic increase and in welcome news for American retirees and others, but it's tempered by the fact that it's fueled by high inflation that's raised the cost of everyday living. The boost in benefits, the biggest in 40 years, will be coupled with a 3% drop in Medicare Part B premiums, meaning retirees will get the full impact of the jump in Social Security benefits. Give any fun stories, John. John, uh, you I have the, well, I have one you. here. You have the news of the that, Fat I, Bear Week champion. Yeah, did you see that fat bastard? Fraud. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have so much fraud. How, How much, much fraud, fraud is, is there? There, is there? there was oh. even voter fraud that rocked. The fat bear competition. I heard about this. Yeah, yeah he's saying it isn't so, Joe. What happened? Well, a bear named 747 <laughs> received 68,000 votes compared to 901's 56,000 votes. 
but uh, these are bears in Alaska, and apparently you can you can bet on them or choose which one you think will be the fattest after they get done eating all that salmon. And somehow there was some voting fraud. I can't find in the story where that uh, voting fraud was or is. Well, I, uh, clearly, then I know who needs to be on the case. The pillow guy. We got to get him on the yeah. Mike, Mike the pillow guy. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Watchers I'd... of Fat Bear Week were rocked by a scandalous, by a scandal over the weekend when the uh, Katome National Park Twitter unveiled that spam votes had attempted to sway the election Uh-oh. between 747 and 435. It appears someone has decided to spam the Fat Bear Week poll. But fortunately, mm. it is easy for us to tell which votes are fraudulent, the National Park stated. Why can't the Minnesota Department of Education get the program that the National Park is using if it's easy to find out fraud? We have uh, we have discarded the fake votes. Despite the fraud, 747 won the election and advanced to the championship. Hmm. Did you happen to see video of it? Yes, those are big bears. Oh, boy, morbidly obese. There's a big fat bear what? in Minnesota that, that we saw in a video. Oh, yeah? Yeah, big bear. Where at? Oh, up north. In town? Right the, no, in, in the town woods. Here. No, in the woods. Up, up, up right outside woods. the Eagle on Washington. And right up there downtown Minneapolis. <laughs> oh, go? God. Yeah. It's a big bear. Joe doesn't get that joke. I know he doesn't. <laughs> Joe, you, yeah. you stared at me. The reason is I was trying to find a piece of audio to play. I didn't know if John was going to bring the this. fat bear? No, this was a, a news item. I didn't know if John was going to get to it. But apparently last night, Angie Craig and Tyler Kistner had a debate. I think it was in, was it in Shakopee? I don't know. Shakopee? Anyway, Miss um, Craig, you know, after she got done tooling around in her Jeep, you know, touring the great state of Minnesota, because she's escaping Washington, she misspoke a little bit here at the debate last night. I will never stop standing up for Big Pharma and standing against my constituents. Wait, what? <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Excuse me. Excuse me. I, I, I think you met it the other way. Right here. Let's hear yeah. it again. I will never stop standing up for Big Pharma. Well, and standing against my constituents. Did she correct Whoops. herself? Can you eventually? play it out, or is that all you That's have? That's just the seven-second clip that was that I saw posted this morning. <laughs> well, it'd be nice to hear uh, yeah, back her way out. I'd of that. love to hear the backtrack. Oh, I'll see if I can dig that up. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. How can like how to... can she accuse Tyler Kistner? Uh, uh, extremist. 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 Tyler, Tyler Kistner right. yeah. of being in the pockets of Big Pharma when the guy's never held office. That's what I don't understand. Does he got either. a special card at the drugstore he gets to right, use or something. Right. <laughs> Big Pharma. I hate uh, ads. These all the political ads, ads are just oh, I, I can't take it. They're embarrassing. You know, oh, that one gal. But here's the deal. Uh, uh, you know. The ads <laughs> at one point. Political ads probably were okay no, because you learned something. So ever. Really? No, I don't, I'm serious. You I think don't they think were so. always I, bad? Yes. I'm I pretty do. sure that one Walls ad was just directed at me solely. I the can't Gallagher find that one. Just I can't get, find that one. Just yeah, to I want get to my it. vote. I've just seen to get it your times. vote. But really everything that comes her. out of her mouth is a complete uh, farce. Complete oh, she talks? Yeah. <laughs> no, not that lady. Not your gal. I really, really speaking like that. Of, <laughs> speaking of Governor Walls, as we speak this you? hour. I don't know, Joe. I, I, Where do we begin? I don't even try to figure it out anymore. Girls that, that I was ashamed. Yeah, well, you know. It's, I was the, gonna... it, it's the mom and the age, too. It's yeah. she, It's the whole combination. The whole, uh, the whole makeup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's a hot <laughs> mom. Speaking of governor, bills. I think you're saying, Jesus. oh no, she's no. 220 at the okay, most. But that, that's the wheelhouse. That's, that's the wheelhouse. All right. All right. It's all right. 
Boy, it's a good thing I'm good friends with all you guys. You defend me, each and every one of you. <laughs> I didn't say anything about her. Yeah, you're right, Chris. You're okay. I'm sure you're she's okay so beautiful. Well, I, can't, I haven't seen her. I don't think soul. I've seen it yet. i got to find it. Speaking I've of Governor Walls. <laughs> speaking of Governor Walls, this hour, he is oh, hosting speaking Queen. Speaking of him. Well, yeah, somebody brought up oh, his ad. All so. right. See, so it was a segue, I but you guys it. just kept talking, I so I couldn't it. really, I you know. Copy. He's hosting Queen Sonia of Norway at the Minnesota Capitol this hour. Now, that's something he could handle. According to Wall's office, the Norwegian Queen is visiting in order to strengthen the partnership between Minnesota and Norway and celebrate the 49-year-long exchange between the Norwegian Home Guard and the Minnesota National Guard. Queen Sonia is visiting Minnesota for four days to highlight the country's ties with the Norwegian-American community in Minnesota as well as the United States. Where do they put her up, I wonder? Is there a Norwegian consulate here? Why do you ask? What's the one on St. Clair? Go make a visit? <laughs> That's Wants Bell, to visit. Belgium? Yep. Yeah. That's for sale. That house is for yeah, sale. Yeah, that house is for sale. It's really neat. Yeah. We have a hole-in-one car controversy in Arkansas. Oh, this I week. saw this. Yeah. By the insurance. Have you found the Angie Craig thing yet? This week. <laughs> nice look, Chris. I think he's on delay. A, a Conway man by the name of Austin Claggett filed a lawsuit against the Moralton Country Club. Claggett played in the club's Tournament of the Century this past weekend, a three-person scramble format with a buy-in of $375. Before the tournament, Morrilltown Country Club promoted a 2022 Ford F-150 4x4 Super Crew as a prize for the first person to hit a hole-in-one in the course's 10th hole. Okay. The truck, sticker price of almost $54,000, was allegedly donated by nearby Ford dealership J. Hodge Ford of Morrilltown. Mm-hmm. Well, Claggett went out. He aced the 10th hole, according to witnesses and reports, a good, clean ace. Mm-hmm. But when Claggett went to claim his new ride, Moraltown Country Club wouldn't turn over the keys. Well, well apparently, uh, well, uh, apparently they didn't tie up all the things here. Jay Hodge Ford said they were unable to secure the necessary insurance for the vehicle in time because they thought the vehicle was for display purposes only. Oh. Without their knowledge, Moralton Country Club promoted the pickup as a hole-in-one prize, perhaps thinking no one would actually make the hole-in-one, a, t- a wow. decision which uh, now certainly appears to have backfired. Claggett's lawyer said this is about doing what's right. Mr. Claggett lived up to his end of the deal when he got the hole-in-one. And now Moralton Country Club and J. Hodge Ford of Moralton want to crawfish out of the deal. Do you think Let's he'll get the truck? How do you spell Moralton? M-O-R-R I-L. T-O-N. Thank you. Uh, he Don't you think he'll get it? I mean, I, I think he assume. should get the truck. I think at the club, they should just pass the hat. Yeah, Wasn't Claggett the, the name of the girl's lawyer in True Grit? True Grit. Didn't she? Yeah, she kept threatening lawyer, to uh, uh, get a hold of... Uh, Taggart. Taggart. Oh, Taggart. Taggart. No, Taggart was uh, the sergeant in the... Um, I knew it. Uh, was Taggart. it Beverly Hills Cop? Police Academy. No. Taggart was um, the chubby Taggart. guy. Oh, you're right. You're the, right. The you're right. The pool. You're right. Tag it was true grit, the lawyer. Tag it. They thought he was uh, President Ford. Remember, he had the uh, other digs on. Jeez. We lost him. He's Tagger was soft. God, uh, that's a, he was a good I think, cop. But... I think Joe's uh, piling up his stuff to leave. <laughs> no, I'm not sure. It looks I, like I, it. I, I just am trying to organize. He was a good cop, but he just needed a little more discipline. I John, got, thank uh, you. I got I got a lot more news. Well, then want. do another yeah. one and quit talking. <laughs> wait, wait, <laughs> wait, well, that's going to be hard. How am I going to? Well, I know talking? what you mean. 
His best oh, performance was probably just Beverly Hills Cop. I, 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 you're fired. You're fired. <laughs> you finally got to him. I, just, I wanted to see if you were listening minutes. to me. So you can't mention that movie. I you're wanted. Fired. No, that's not a trading places. That's Beverly Hills Cop. Same that's thing. Distinct. They were both the same. You can't. It's not a big umbrella. I didn't buy the insurance for all three films. Well, I got a hole in one. Two. Uh... Two fathers, a very uh, strange story from Florida, have been charged with attempted murder after allegedly opening fire and hitting each other's daughters in a road rage gun battle in Florida. What? Strangers, 35-year-old William Hale and 43-year-old Frank Allison, shot at each other's vehicles with semi-automatic handguns during a high-speed cat-and-mouse chase over the weekend. They were busted when they got out and started brawling on the highway, according to police. During the gun battle, Hale's five-year-old daughter was hit in the leg. She'll be okay. Jeez. Allison's 14-year-old daughter was shot in the back. She'll also be okay, although it did leave her, according to Sheriff Bill Leeper, with a collapsed lung. The sheriff said, what's scarier than one crazy driver with a gun? There's two crazy drivers with a gun. Thankfully, he said no one was killed, but it could have been very easily turned out that way because two people were acting stupid, let their tempers get the best of them, their children got hurt, and there were other people on the highway. You find that Angie Craig I'm, thing? I'm desperately trying to, and I can't find the whole cut. I wonder just the, uh, just the smaller sound bites that I played. Was that a, a social media contribution? That little clip? Did you get that off Twitter? <laughs> yes. Uh, that's that's another reason to sh to. What am I trying to say? The people who shop these around are morons because they 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 mm. don't give you the full story. Are they morons or are they brilliant? Um, uh, Joe, they're not the, uh, the clip I got was from. Tom Hauser. Oh, like I, I said, well, a guy like Hauser can't be expected to waste his time getting the whole thing. Probably should have mentioned that before oh. before you commented. Never mind. Uh, Joe <laughs> noted. Killed, killed her. Got her. Why? Well, as long as you point it out that way. <laughs> <laughs> Emily Latella. Was that her name? Ooh. Never mind. Uh, Emily Latella. Yeah. Tom Howell knows exactly what I mean. Yep. I think. I'm surprised Tom would do that. Actually. That's there. There you are. I'm surprised Thank Tom you. had uh, time to do that, given all, all well, the time yeah. he's on CCO Radio. <laughs> oh, 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 wow. Hey, now. <laughs> hey, now. Got her. I'm hey, joking, Tom. Hey, hey now. All right, goodbye. Is that gonna do I mean, we'll be back. We will. In a moment, okay. so to speak. <laughs> Jesus. That's all like, stop. No, I thought, no, oh, come on. Let in. him go. Come on let him in. Go. Come all on in. In for a penny, in for a pound, huh? <laughs> you sure that was Hauser? I can't find it. I just played it. No, Joe, I don't, I don't think know. these people that post this stuff are morons. I think they're, they're propagandists. Both sides. Conversation. Well, yeah, they're probably you know, doing this on purpose. Is Angie Craig your Craig your rep, John? Uh, no, no, no. I think she, isn't she mine? Yep. Yeah. Who's your rep, John? Holy moly! Holy moly! That's a weird name. <clears throat> uh Joan Jett is my rep. Why does she have almost three times as much money as because she's, she's a, a DFL leftist that gets George Soros funding? I don't know. Rook, I need an ad from you. Yep. Chris, you sure that was Tom? No, I'm almost positive it was. I, I'm not seeing it on his. Because uh... he was covering it. 
No, I think you better apologize to Tom now. It's driving me crazy. It's not on his timeline. I bet if I held those up in the air. Closing arguments. Kissner asks, can you survive another two years of Joe Biden and Andrew Craig's leadership? Uh Craig asks, can you support someone? Uh 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 The abortion issue. Mikey, 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 Mikey. Mikey. I'm trying to. Oh, maybe it was. I thought it was Tom. <laughs> you better apologize to Tom. I'm ready. What do you got? A spiral. spiral. You ready, Ruck? Yep. Just a minute. I want to time it. Okay. Ready? Nope. Okay. And I am ready. Rolling. Okay. <laughs> spiral like him. <laughs> You, you, you know what you are. <laughs> I'm an antagonist, and you know what? To calm myself down, you know what I do when I go home? I burn I candles really that are more. not boring while I'm just sitting there motionless and looking no at that candle. You're getting yelled at for not doing spinning enough around, work on the wedding. Spinning around. It's very um, therapeutic. You know, when the, everybody, Quit every, looking at the this. home is, the home is completely, everybody's empty. I got the robe on. I'm ready to just watch the spiral light candle burn. The scent is like being at a spa. It just brings me home. Uh-huh. Spiral light candles can do the exact same thing for you, but you got to get your hands on them first, right? Well, darn tootin'. They come in great colors. They come in great scents. And if you maybe want to sit out in the garage and hang out, well, Check out the cylinder index candle. It smells like the garage. One minute. You can only get them at spiderlightcandles.com. <laughs> Born in the garage. And of course, a wonderful family business. How about a candle burning in a circular motion that smells like freshly made flowers? Oh, and I know a guy that can deliver them. Spiralightcandles.com. Go to their website today and let them know you heard it on Garage Logic. Minute 2960. Oh Stop my God. That's funny. Great mental picture. You wasted so, a minute of your time looking at this. That was ribald. Five seconds. I just want I to see how long you're getting at this again. <laughs> Spiral light candle. <laughs> you, 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 you. Oh my God! Don't Stop. call me, Don't a, call you, me a you. you. All right. Uh, okay, and then I just have. You guys are gonna miss me tomorrow. We can't even have a legitimate fat bear cut. Hey, fat bear. Hey, fat bear. The bear, that big fat one, looked like he should have been on a mini bike in the Guinness World Book of Records. Oh, yeah. He was so fat. With the rainbow uh, yeah. collar on. My Get out goodness. the robe. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, Chris, I Light found your soundbite. Okay. I found the soundbite. Well, there. Uh, can John play it? Can you send it to us? Can you send it to us? No, me? no, I mean, I found the one Chris played. It did oh. not come from Tom Hauser. <laughs> Oh, Dan, I thought it did. I'm sorry. No, oh, it made no, for it, good it, uh, good listening, though. Came from the uh, opposite, uh, basically. What do you mean, the opposite? Well, who do you think would uh, post that? Uh, I don't know. Don't, don't keep that us that in the The Republican Party. Oh, oh. <laughs> so God. you might want to apologize to Tom. Okay. I know I will. I, I I swear to God, I thought I I thought I got it from Tom's. I don't like the state's Republican Party. They seem incompetent as hell. They seem disinterested to me. Yeah. Well, because uh, is it because like they truly know that they Republican Party? They know it's a losing battle. Well, it right. doesn't necessarily have That's to. That's no be. reason to give up. That's true. That's true. Don't give up. Uh, all right, I got uh, rise and shine. If you hey, I fixed my garage door. Then let's talk about you it by myself. That doesn't wow. help them any. No. 
<laughs> by the advice that they gave you. Those two eyes, they each have to have a green light. Right. One Save of the it. eyes was flashing a red light. Save right. it. I kept adjusting it till it became green and bang bang you might get a spider web you might get the you know the secret is to those you take them off and you put them above the door so that way you you can walk through i don't want i want them there in case some little creep gets in here the kiddos to think of yeah hey that's really cool you know what we should do It is a ray of hope. Rise and shine garage doors. Listen, Josh and Alex, GLers, owners of Rise and Shine, and they are fantastic. They came in here a couple of weeks ago. We got a chance to meet them, and they only hire the best. They don't hire dummies like me and Rookie to come and fix your garage door. All of their technicians are certified, and uh, you should visit their website. CallRiseAndShine.com is their website. You can see all of their offerings, and they're expanding. Not just the metro area, Rochester, St. Cloud, Mankato, Northfield, Isanti, Cambridge, Western Wisconsin. And I forgot to mention this last week, but you should ask them about their Rooster Club membership. It includes a tune-up on an annual basis, and it waives trip charges. I don't know if you guys know this, but it gets cold here in the winter, and sometimes you get problems with your garage door. Joe, you fixed yours, I heard, during the break. I aligned the eyes. What does that mean? There's little sensors on each side at the bottom, and they both had to be flashing a green light. One of mine was flashing a red, and I I, I jimmied it till it became green. So you're not going to be calling Rise not, and Shine? Not for this problem. I'm sure I'll have other problems. Kenny, you still need their work, right? Yeah. I will be calling them. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> I have a, uh, on one of the doors, the spring broke. Uh, they also offer 5% discounts for seniors, military, and AAA members. So make sure you mention that as well. They're yeah. fantastic guys, true GLers. It's Rise and Shine Garage Doors. Just a note from life in North Minneapolis. I wish I could uh, come at you guys with some funny story about a recent podcast, but I can't. Anyone who knows me knows I don't swear a lot, but I've been holding myself back. Last night, a little before 7 p.m., a car crashed through my fence and careened up my front yard small hill. Only the hill and maybe the front steps stopped the car from crashing into the living room, potentially hitting my sister. I saw one juvenile run past me from the wreck and at least one more ran a different direction. Thankfully, the only change... Chain damage to the house was a gutter that got flattened. Given the uh, con- uh, conditions in the city, the officer arrived surprisingly fast. He was calm and joked, That's a weird place to park. Some would be outraged by that. I just saw it as a calming technique. I'm disgusted by what he said afterwards, though. I know a lot of this has been covered on the show before, but these things are worth repeating. Officers will not fingerprint stolen cars, what? only the carjacked ones. of stolen cars are stolen by kids age 8 to 12. I'm not giving this guy a we don't know that. Wait, 8 to 12? 8 to 12. Ages 16 to 20 are the carjackers. 8 to 12 are the thieves. Wow. Are carjacking. In the time the officer was on the scene, Mm -hmm. roughly 30 minutes, three more cars were reported stolen. An 8-year-old? Of course, even if the thieves are caught, they couldn't be arrested or prosecuted. The officers just drop them off at their parents' house. And then after the officers get yelled at for messing with the kids, like I said many times last year when the snow comes, they'll hop into warming cars and do the same thing there. Here's some stuff I don't think I've heard before. This whole thing has become a game for the kids. 
Last week, they stole cars, drove them down alleys, jumped out, and watched the cars crash into garages. Now they're stealing cars, flooring it, and crashing into homes. Uh, they always get away uninjured. Sometimes when the officer is on the scene, the culprits will come back and watch if they're not trying to do it again. There are probably more things that were said that I'm too stressed, shocked to remember. Why aren't these prosecutable offenses? Why are these feral youth getting away unscathed? Why are parents defending their kids' actions? Why is any of this acceptable? I might have figured it out. Here is how Allison and his people think. The mob is the police. The police are criminals. The criminals are victims. And the victims either don't matter or are criminals themselves. At least there are good people in the area. Neighbors came to check in on us. One saw me on the phone with 911 and gave me a description. Others offered to help in other ways in the future. One woman said her mom made juvenile detention take her siblings years ago, and she would do the same. But none of this. I'm done. I've had it. There was an attempted murder right outside my house last year. A full, a f- few bullets came within a few feet of my, of hitting my sister. I still don't know how uh, none made it all the way through the walls. The neighborhood plays Minneapolis' most hated and most played game, gunshots and fireworks way too often. Let someone else live in this hell hole. Maybe that's a stress thing. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I just don't want to have to look over my shoulder every time I step outside. If any of you uh, more knowledgeable people know how to get car fluids out of the yard, if all possible, let me know. A frustrated and angry North Minneapolis resident was sent by uh, John Doe. Dig up the dirt and put in new dirt. Uh, That's all you can do. Disappear over the winter. No, Uh, he'll have a hard time growing grass. It won't hurt. Dig it up. Get rid of it. It won't hurt. Dig it out of there and flip it over. Oh. You know, it's just, it's not the old antics. <laughs> that was straight side kick in a can. This isn't rotten tomatoes thrown at the front. This isn't TPing a, a this tree. Is, this is this isn't putting a penny on the railroad tracks and seeing how big it'll get. Yeah. Boy, do we sound like a bunch of opies. I tell you. you guys do. I, you know, I remember when. Uh, yeah. Can I do that on light rail? Can I go put a penny in there? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. As long as you don't arrested. get hit with a meth pipe or something like that. True. Maybe it's not rail. worth my while. I saw, I was clicking last night during commercials and I saw uh, uh, on the animal planet, they were performing surgery on a, on a seal to get uh, something nope. out of its nope. stomach. Nope. Okay. Nope. <laughs> I think I know what that is. <laughs> and it was, uh, it was a little, ice cream. It was a little toy. Uh, that if somebody must have oh. thrown into the seal den and the seal uh, ingested it and they had to get it out of there. Uh, okay. And the one thing that confused me about it is that we're really showing off and they were using robotic tools to explore Inside. the stomach of the yeah. seal. And, and finally the guy just reached in there with his hand and got it. <laughs> so what the, the hell was that? What was the point of the robotics? <laughs> they were just showing off. Then I went back to the Padres Dodgers game. Uh, Did you? That's uh, fantastic. Little ice cream. Only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park in Mumpumalanga, South Africa, from the Traveling Lymans from World at Worldwide Waftage. It was on this day in 1857. The state constitution was ratified by popular vote. In the accompanying gubernatorial election, Henry Sibley beat Alexander Ramsey, 
by a slim margin of 240 votes out of 35,340 cast. Penguins love ice cream. <laughs> on, on this day in 1893. The monkey with the wig and the yeah. cigarette gets me Celebrating, every time. Uh, we could have this happening here in a few years. Celebrating Minnesota Day at the World's Fair in Chicago, 20,000 of the state's residents viewed exhibits of the state's resources and heard the first Minnesota regiments banned. Hmm. Didn't we have the World's Fair in the late 1800s in, in uh, St. Paul? I don't think so. I think we did. On this, day, on this day in 1919, author Kathleen Windsor was born in Olivia. Her novel Forever Amber, published in 1944, would be uh, banned in Boston because of its sexual content. Oh, with that publicity, it became a bestseller. Oh, I'm course. unaware of that book. I'm looking up World Fair. Oh, same on this I'm day in 1990, what opened in Minneapolis? <laughs> 1990. Mall of America. Sports no. related. Uh, the Dome. No, oh, 90. Oh, Target Center. Target, Target Center, Center opened okay. on this day, October 13th. 1990. Well, that old dump's got to be torn down. They just renovated it. Yeah, that's got to go. Sure, sure. Why not? It's worthless by now. 35 years ago today. Yeah. Where were you? Uh, October 13th was 91 or 87. 87. I was either in uh, Atlanta or here. No, you in 87, they had just won the pennant in Detroit. And I was in Detroit. And came back to a raucous yeah. Metrodome. Yeah. Rockets. Right. Paris okay. always gets the World's Fair. Is that when Royce said, "Let him have it"? We're in the wrong spot, gentlemen. When you guys started to find out that the dome was packed, wasn't yeah. that Royce's yeah, line? Something like that. Yeah. Chris, thank you, uh, no, no, wait. I think Chris owes an apology oh, to thank our good you, friend thank Tom you, thank Hauser. You, thank you, thank you, thank you. I did not get that audio from Mr. Hauser. I misspoke. <laughs> he was there covering the event. Yes, uh, but was. the audio came from a different source, so I apologize yeah, to Tom. Yeah, the Republican Party. Well, tell <laughs> me was, how she backed out. And, and everybody's uh, re-retweeting. Re, re, re yeah. You know what I mean, right? right? Tweeting right. it now. So. Well, I don't care for her. Uh, but she's fighting for us, Joe. She is, and she's exhausted. In she has Jeep. to go on Jeep rides. Right. Yeah, yeah Jeep rides. Yeah. Those are tough. The yeah, closest was, the World's Fair ever has been to Minnesota is Chicago. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's what I discovered. Yeah, yeah. I What's was wrong? never here. Joe, Joe, I was wrong. I, I don't apologize. know what you were thinking. I don't know what yeah, you were thinking. You know, I, I, to be honest, Joe, I haven't been paying attention much today. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> wow. All right, I've been waiting you. for the boss to come in and say, you, yep. follow me. <laughs> Let's go here. Thank Let's you. Do oh, Let's do this. Is that going to do it, Leroy? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That is going to do it, Leroy Jenkins. Check out PodMN for all sorts of World Fair podcasts. I'm sure there are many since that World's Fair has been going on since the 1700s. Check it out, PodMN, on your smartphone. Then flip on over to YouTube and subscribe to Garage Logic because you will find snippets. Uh, you'll be entertained. Just you got to subscribe, though. And then the real subscription where you are fully entertained all the time, 24-7, is the Garage Logic Town Council for 10 bucks per month or just 100 bucks per year? You're going to receive access 24 7 members only, live audio stream, and full live recordings of Logic, best of segments, and all sorts of replays. It's fantastic. So check it out. It's a really good investment. The Garage Logic Town Council.
<laughs> More at garagelogic.com. Okay. Yes. Now, you just threw away that thing I gave you from Bob. It's an explanation. Bob. Hey, Bob, what's it's, going on, it's Bob? It's an explanation Bob. on paying for electricity at charging stations. I don't know. Who wrote it, Bob? I think, Switch, I'm going to be honest. I think you're getting played by a lot Separate. of emailers. I really do. Perfect. I, not the ones I quote. John Dove, give me a break. Well, he was the guy in North Minneapolis. Do you have his real name, a phone number, anything? No, he's a... Uh, I think people he's a are... I think people are using him. I texted somebody, a neighbor that is in, that that kids go to the middle school in Jordan, and I have not gotten a response yet. But I I have not but heard of that at all. Don't you think? Nor nor heard of what? Well, you you mentioned Jordan, the Jordan public yeah. school system, yeah. and I texted Do you think somebody that there's a chance that people are just making crap up and this though i think it's hit and miss they're making sensational emails just well, to try the chicken to lose just trying to get them read maybe but I ross ross you wouldn't believe what i found come here come here i walk in here today oh thank you look what i find on the counter a legitimate oh. food distributor Somebody who were comma stairs, one second, Joe. probably borrow them, brought them up here, and didn't return. Legit. Somebody who works in this unit. Food borrower? What did you say? Who is food distributor. Borrowing. Comma. Yep. Nancy Close, so C-L-O-S-E, right? Yes, yes. On my way out. Comma. Yep. So after she opens up that thing and she gives all, us her reaction to the alleged food fraud scandal. Yeah, I'll just okay. I'll put them in your office. Rod, is that great? Scandal. Okay, I love that you're now using that. Uh, <laughs> are litter so, boxes hey, in schools a thing, or is it Thanks, just Ross. become urban folklore? Thing? Question mark? Is that what? You... No. Okay. Comma, or has it just become urban folklore? Question mark. It just. Urban. It had to be Folk lore. Okay. Uh, this country can't even have a legitimate fat bear contest. <laughs> Walking downtown Minneapolis, there you said. Yeah. 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 It's the Eagle on Washington. <laughs> What's the Eagle on Washington? It's a gay Hello. bar. It's a, a leather gay bar where all the bears hang out. Who's a bear? That's a like if I was gay, yeah. I'd be you know big can't, fat can't bastard be a with a beard. Oh. Fat bastard. I did an event at the saloon, and and I'm using the word bastard in only a loving way. Sure. Um, <laughs> I did an event when I was working at my tuck at the saloon, and um, I did not pay for a drink the entire yeah. night. It uh, was they used fantastic. to have bands. They used to have bands at the saloon. I thought it was cool. I mean, you know, everybody's hitting on me. I'm like, hey, honey, check this out. This dude right here. He's <laughs> got a drink. I, I, can, I can go home with this guy. You know? <laughs> I got options. I went with a kid I used to have to see uh, Johnny Hype. Which Wainwright do I like so much? Rufus. Rufus. Oh, Rufus. 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 I had to be the only guy in there. I mean, the only straight, straight guy. guy. Yeah. Straight guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying something about your son, huh? No, I was with a girl. Oh, oh kid, okay. I used to oh, have. Okay. One time, God, I, is he a good singer? Though. Yeah, one time, uh, I walked into the the main room. 
you know, that bar at the back of the main room behind the soundboard, it's a pretty mm-hmm. big bar. Uh, and I, I'll, I'll admit, uh, I was pre-gaming quite a bit. <laughs> I walked in there and a guy came up to me and kissed me right on the mouth. Whoa. And I thought it was a joke. You know, it was just a peck. There was no tongue, no nothing. And I thought it was some of my buddies that had set me up and let's see what he did. And so I didn't react. I just looked around for my buddies. Nothing. Was it Prince? No, it was just some <laughs> guy that I think was on ecstasy. If this, if this were a, was some dude on ecstasy. Penthouse Forum would be, but, I was strangely aroused. But <laughs> I was so, I was so, how do I put it? It felt natural. Uh, I was so well pre-gamed <laughs> that I really didn't have Maybe much like, of ah, yeah. 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 Give me that whiskey coke. Yeah. <laughs> right. Nobody I'm like, did it. that just happen? <laughs> Who's, who set this up? What's going on? <laughs> Give me another whiskey coke and don't put any coke in it. So, John, did you uh, see Ross come in here? I did. And the headphone thing? Yeah. Um, she went on... Um, well, going way back when she first started, she didn't have any headphones. So it was right around Christmas when she started, McLean. Yeah. So I, I bought her a set of headphones and gave them to her for Christmas. And she's treated these things with respect and cherished them and took care of them. Well, when she went to Europe, or maybe when she had her surgery, I don't know what, somebody got into her stuff, stole her headphones. So I noticed that last week. So I ordered her a set of headphones. Who? Dawn. So the headphones came in today, and they're in, you know, in the box, in the the, um, Amazon box, in her mailbox, where she's going to open them up. I come down here after that, laying on the counter, Dawn's headphones. Oh. (laughs) So now she's got two pair of really good Sonys. Nice. Yeah. Uh, is Don related to Don? Don McLean? A long, long time ago. Jeez. Did, did do you ever like halfway no, I, through? I never turn it off. You, you never ever off. halfway through? You just go, oh, maybe I should. This isn't. This won't work. This is going. No, <laughs> I just plow. I just plow right through. Probably, I just keep going. This probably won't work. Do mm-hmm. you know we're usually just gonna kind of smile and shake our heads? Or... <laughs> Every once in a while, I, I'm, you know, I say something funny. <laughs> All right, I'm going to the wedding. Yeah, I've got to go too. Uh, so, uh, you going to the floral shop? See you, Johnny. See you, Rookster. Johnny, by the way, I thought uh, yesterday morning worked out. I don't. Oh, know. oh, squeaker. Town council. <laughs> Town council enjoying that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did too, Kenny. Yeah, because we don't have nearly enough fart sounds in the system. Let's play. Oh, Joe, new segment. Guess who's gas? (laughs) Oh, that's definitely Kenny. Who's the mystery farter? See you, Joe. I'm trying the SOS Morse code. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. You do have great command. Well, all right, John. I'm going to go to now, Chris. Flip Wilson. I'll see you Tuesday. I will see you Tuesday. Oh, Kenny wants us to sit around and talk baseball. I would, but the Yankees are postponed. So, right. 